Entrepreneurs can get stuck in their head, challenged by their thoughts, the voice in their head, and their beliefs. We chat with successful entrepreneurs who share their journey and the lessons learned along the way. The Add Valued Entrepreneurs podcast is edutaining, leaving you with actionable advice to transform your life and create a thriving business that aligns with your values and goals. Our conversations are for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. It's time for you to add value. This episode is brought to you by the newly released book, The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com slash shift. My guest today, Dr. Bonita Best, is a pracademic. She's an active practitioner in the information technology and cybersecurity field and an academic. When she's not jet-setting, pursuing her dreams and goals, she enjoys life to the fullest as a mother, daughter, sister, auntie, and sorority sister. Dr. Bonita Best and I have a wonderful conversation about adapting to the pandemic, finding ways to serve and live out her dream of helping people help themselves. She is an intelligent academic go-getter, making a difference in the world. Well, Bonita, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so looking forward to learning more about your journey and, and sharing your story and all of your wisdom. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Absolutely. So typically I just let each person just tell us how they got started on their own entrepreneurial journey and, and gotten to where they are, are now. And then, and then we'll dig into some of the other areas because you have so much expertise in so many areas. You're doing so much amazing stuff. Well, I've always been an entrepreneur um, I, from childhood to the present. And I will tell you a kind of funny story. Um, I started off cleaning up my parents' um, closet. And the things that I found in the closet, you know, I was cleaning up and decluttering. And so I opened a little flea market on my front you know, my front porch and I started selling my parents' items. And so my mother came home and caught me. <laughs> so I was making money um, off of the clothes that, you know, the things that I thought was, you know, she's never worn and had tags on. It's been there for the last time. So I just made money off of it. So I had to shut that down. Um, and then before, uh, after that, I was a direct competitor of our neighborhood um, candy lady store. Uh, and I said I was a safer off, off um, option for my neighbor, my uh, neighborhood friends, because they didn't have to cross over a busy street. So they would have to go across this busy street to get, you know, the candy, the frozen cups and stuff like that. And we were in Florida. So um, that was my, my, my little way of, you know, beating out the competition to be competitive. So I've always had that entrepreneur spirit. That's fantastic. <laughs> So to to this point, um, I have recently launched um, a cleaning business, and that's what I'm doing now, um, along with being a freelance model. Um, so that is a, a business by itself. But um, what I, I do, um, I enjoy cleaning, hence the story about my my childhood. And so I clean and um, became got really good at it and made a business out of it. So that's what I do. And as a freelance model, um, I um, represent myself and secure opportunities to model, um, doing fashion models, runways. I've been on some TV productions and film, um, but also just been mostly working as a model. So that's that, that entrepreneur spirit there. And, and you have the most amazing haircut. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, those, yeah, for those listening to the to the podcast we are both bald by choice bald by choice <laughs> yeah so appreciate awesome. appreciate that so i guess i've never had a, a model on before so i got to dig into the the fashion model side of entrepreneurship so share share a little bit about some of the life lessons and things you've learned as a fashion model and representing yourself and 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 just, I don't know, maybe some of the challenges. 
All right, so I would say that education is key um, where you need to be able to understand some of the um, contracts that you read, um, understanding that. Um, also having a business sense. Um, so if you're young, um, if you're a young listener, um, have your parents make sure that they read all legal documents. Um, because there's things that you sign up for and you have to read the fine print. Um, so with that, um, knowing how to, to understand the contract, knowing how to ask for clarification um, is key. So communication is key. And then also um, the things, just understanding it is a business and you are your individual brand, even though you may represent other brands, but you're ultimately your own brand. So what you bring to the table is what you're offering to the designers, the retailers, and et cetera. So that is, um, I, those are the things that I would you know, suggest is definitely communication, education, and having a business sense because you are your own brand. Mm. Yeah, so important. So let's talk a little bit about connection for your brand and, and what is the value of connection and building relationships? That is that is extremely important because um, yes, you can do a lot of things by yourself, but you do much more when you have a network. Um, when you build a network, um, you're collaborating with people, like-minded people. They connect you to other people that create opportunities. So, having a network and growing and working your network, you have you know you spell net and you work. You work that network. So when you're working that network, that means you're reaching out, you touch and base just to say, hey, you know, you don't wait until you need something. You definitely, you know, keep you, you cultivate and you nurture that relationship because you never know. And then as you learn more about a person's um, interests or their business or their brand, when you're, you're doing something on your own, you may think of that particular person and say, oh, I know a person that could possibly fill in that gap and you you network and you bring that network together and then you're collaborating and there's a lot of synergy so you're opening doors for other people and that mm. is how you continue to grow that network mm. I, mm. I like that opening doors for other people right making making connections um, really empowering other people's success and mm -hmm. knowing that that'll always come back right that, yeah yeah, and the thing is, um, what I've, I mean, many of my opportunities, um, even just as, you know, as a full-time worker, as a model, as an entrepreneur, I, I've had more opportunities given to me or at least introducing me to opportunities through other people. Even as a model, you know, you have people that says, oh, I saw you on a runway or a designer said, hey, I have a good person. She works really well. Here, use her. And so that opens doors, that creates another opportunity. And then you nurture that. So you constantly, it's like, if you make a list of every person that you that you know, and then start drawing lines on how you connect it, you'll see that it's a network, truly a network of, um, it's like a web. And, and so you stay in contact and you just, nurture it and and see how you can you know grow it and nurture it and then you know also work it and sometimes you go back and say hey i'm still here make sure you remember me and so you go and you know they'll be like oh yeah you can do that i forgot about that and so you just show up for yourself you show up for others well, I like how you said net and work, right? It's a it's a net that you have to keep working and and exactly go back and just just keeping yourself top of mind, right? Hey, remember me? Hi, I'm still here. Right, right. Yeah. And you do that even as you know, as a, a a student. You know, let's say you know, I don't know the from listeners. You know, you have students. You know, you need referrals um, for internships for you know getting into your the next level of um, your academic strides. Mm. Um, as a worker, you know, you need referrals to um, get into the next role that you're going after. And as entrepreneurs, you need that to grow your business. And so sometimes 
word of mouth is more powerful than any marketing tactic that you can ever invest in. It's word of mouth. And that is through networking, your friends, your family, your, you know, people that you know that that would support you and just put a good word out about you. Because we all start from 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 scratch. We all come from humble beginnings. I know I have. Absolutely. So maybe this one's obvious for you. How did how did you develop your confidence? A lot of practice. Lots of practice. Um, just putting yourself out there. Um, working with friends and family. Um, I personally, I'm an introvert. I'm naturally shy to talk to people, but I'm here talking to you. <laughs> uh, but um, it it is sometimes the nature of the beast. You believe in yourself. You believe in the content, the, your knowledge. So that allow you to freely talk to people, especially if you know something, you can talk passionate about it all day long. So from that, just think about putting yourself in situations where, you know, you can talk about things that you're comfortable with. And that is nothing that you have to study. You don't have to read a script and that builds your confidence. And you get your, you know, you feel good about it because you're like, oh, I really did good because it was stuff that I knew. It wasn't something that you had to memorize and try to execute. It's the stuff that you already know. So that's where it helps with building confidence and then practicing it on a regular basis um something as simple as you know if you're at church or if you're in school or um if you're in the workplace and you have to deliver something you deliver the information that you know you deliver those skills that you know so that's where you can get that um build your confidence from that but practice 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 well i would say looking from your instagram feed that that it surprises me that you're an introvert because obviously your photos are beautiful and you have you have tons and tons of, of confident um, photos of you in just all kinds of fashion. Yeah, it takes a lot, though. I do psych myself up. It is mind over matter. That is something that my father told me, he was, you know, because I used to be ticklish and he was like, mind over matter, mind over matter. So mind over matter um allowed me to get over being ticklish and then also i apply that to everything that i do um even like let's say you're cold let's say if it's 30 degrees mind over matter it's not cold it is cold but you hurry up and you can manage it it's the same thing mind over matter um when you're dealing with something that's new or different for me getting in front of a camera is mind over matter because i'm usually like to be behind the scenes doing things so i just mind over matter i psych myself up i have a process i listen to music and get me in a mood to get in front of the camera and perform nice so you mentioned your dad and and well even your mom um let's talk about the power of mentors what what have mentors meant on your journey it's everything um they they provide they know you best um, most of the time they work with you or they know you, you grew up with them and they can tell you things and you will feel safe and, um, know that their, 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 their feedback is without malicious intent. And so for that, it, it will be anything to help you. You do, you want to have that honest feedback. How did I do today? How, you know, you know, did I look okay? Um, and you want that validation and, and confirmation so that you can always be the better version of you. You always, at least that's something that I, I purposely um, have taken on is the thing that my dad has told me, you have to live up to your name. And my last name is Bess. That's a huge, you know, goal, stretch goal to be your best. And, and the thing is, you can be your best trying, executing, and et cetera, just do your best. But my my mentor started off with family. And then as you get into the professional world, um, it became more of like some people that I admire that is either in roles that I want to strive to get to, um, or I like the way they present themselves. I like how they speak. And so you start modeling yourself. And then sometimes I've had model, um, I've had um, mentors that I never told them that they were my mentor. I adopted them on my own because I admired everything 
that they did and I want to model myself, you know, like them. Um, and so from that, I would say a, a mentor and a coach has helped me um, professionally um, with my career goals um, because they hold me accountable, but they also give me feedback. Um, they also, you know, tell me about opportunities. That's where the networking come into play. They remember you. And so if you're you're in front of them and you tell them what your goals are and what you're looking for, those people remember and those mentors and those coaches can help you navigate to get help you get to your goals. So they play a major role in my life. They always have been. And that's why you'll hear me say make references to some of some people that are I value what they tell me um, because I have modeled myself towards the things that they've shared with me, as well as I, I truly admire where they have gone with their lives. And so that's what I, I would like to do that for myself. Mm, that's so good. Well, obviously you mentioned your dad and, and the idea of you got to live up to your last name, which is fantastic. Because <laughs> So I love the idea. I wake up each day and I tell myself that I'm the world's best mindset coach. And, and it's not, it's not out of ego. That's out of, the character I want to be. And so the decisions I make throughout the day is what would the world's best do today? Right. So, right. so in your case, you know, what would the world's best, you know, cleaner do today? What would the world's best model do today? Model. And exactly. And, and it, it becomes, it becomes a part of your identity because you start stepping into, I I'm the world's best. And, and, right. and it's not about ego. It's about, identity and and it really makes it does make a difference um so i love right. i love that so let's talk about character and obviously i don't know the fashion industry seems like a place where there could be lots of shady characters and 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 people making choices um as an entrepreneur character can be pretty important right especially for a cleaning company right it, there people have to put a, a great deal of trust in in you as as somebody saying i'm going to come into your home i'm going to come into your company and and we're gonna we're gonna basically have our hands in everything <laughs> and and so how important is character character is everything character is like your calling card um what people will expect when they hear you know bonita best or you know robert patterson so it's like what what will what is that product? What is to expect? And that's your character. It's, it, it sometimes um, precedes you. Um, they'll know for sure what they're going to get when they hire you or bring you on board or, or you know, want to uh, collaborate with you. They know what they're going to get. And so it's part of your brand. It's part of who you are, the way you carry yourself, the way you treat people, the services you deliver. Um, the out, you know, that's that outcome. What, what will they expect? And so that's where, you know, character is everything and someone tarnished it. That's why there's lawsuits out there because you got to protect your, you know, your character. People fight tooth and nail to protect their character. So it is very important. That's all that you have, your name and your character. You fight for those things. Yep. Cause George Washington can't tell us whether or not he cut down that cherry tree or not. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's, he's no longer right. available to defend himself. No, no. <laughs> so we're all we're yeah. all told that George cut down the tree and had to lie about it. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I like how you tied character to brand and and how important because each of us as entrepreneurs we are we are our brand and and correct that creates your reputation that creates what people know about you before they meet you or what people talk about you when you're not in the room. Right. And that's where opportunities are sometimes created behind closed doors. So, you know, you, character is everything. It, you have to protect it and build it. Absolutely. Well, and that's part of that personal growth, right? Your, your father encouraged you to, to grow and, and obviously education has been an important part of your life, having both, you know, your MBA and your doctorate and, and uh, just continuing to, to grow yourself is, is so important. Yeah. You can't, they can't take education from you. 
So that's that's a that's an asset for you. Mm, that's a great way to to look at it. So, how did you how did you choose your your niche for your business? Um, based upon my skill set, I I think the thing when you're an entrepreneur or the way I look at it is do things that are come natural for you. And cleaning has always been my thing. As a child. I was the cleaner of the family. Everyone is asleep and I go clean, you know, go have it on the house. So um, they wake up. I don't have to worry about chores. Now I can go outside and play because I've done my chore. Um, so I was really good at cleaning, deep cleaning. And so my niche has been always deep cleaning. Hmm. Now, as an adult, um, I've scoped myself even further because, yeah, there's tons of cleaners and et cetera but my niche is more so of a boutique. And so I customize my services to each and every one of my clients. So I do have commercial and residential um, clients, those residential clients. I specifically hone in on move in and move outs because I like to not be in touching people's stuff. Um, <laughs> but I do have some people that have asked me to um, you know, carry on and support them. Um, and I, I have a, only a select few that I, I do work with on a residential standpoint, but I do specialize in move in, move out, clean up, as well as staging, and then also vacation rentals. So vacation rentals is really my, my thing um, because I know when I go into hotels, <laughs> I'm always looking around to see, you know, how clean certain things are. Uh, and then I take, you know, tips and stuff like that from how they handle more of the upscale um, type of um, um, hotels. And those are the things that I help my uh, vacation rental host or owners on how to improve their business. So I not only am a cleaner, I also give advice to my my clients on how to make money and grow their business. So that is what my niche is, is I'm just not a typical cleaner. I communicate well and I help grow your business because I am your secret weapon, your best secret weapon. Nice. Last name, best. <laughs> Very good. That's that's pretty exciting. So let's talk a little bit about contribution. How how has contribution been been a part of your journey? Um, contribution, um, I believe in paying it forward. Um, paying it forward is something that um i i grew up paying it forward and you know my parents have always paid it forward to other people um and for not to get on a religious standpoint but i will say that you get your blessings when you are paying it for you help others you don't know the blessing that you are to that person and 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 sometimes you get blessed by you know helping others so paying it forward um, is just giving of yourself, making a sacrifice, volunteering, because you never know how that's going to come back. And sometimes it comes back tenfold. And so um, for me, um, that is the contribution that I like to do with my business and with my brand and me personally. Um, I volunteer a lot. Um, I share my information freely because I want people to know. I want people to grow. I want people to be advanced themselves. If we keep everything to ourselves and, you know, kind of keep it, you know, that's not helping anybody. I'd rather share and keep moving, you know, because it's only going to help you. And, and that's, that's, that's the way it, I, I don't see it any other way. I mean, I, I can't even tell you, you know, unless it's a secret sauce, then keep that private. <laughs> that's your that's your niche that's your you know that's that part of your character um your your you know that's your brand but when it comes to just knowledge and information or resources how to you know how go get a, how to get a grant how to you know um find an opportunity as a model you know sharing that information is is free to the public why not share it with others that don't know just point them in the right direction you never know how that's going to help them. So paying it for is key. Nice. We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by the newly released book, 
The Entrepreneur Mindset Shift, Growth Characteristics of Success by Robert C. Peterson. Available on Amazon, or you can order a personalized signed copy at addvalue2life.com. addvalue2life.com forward slash shift. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Well, you mentioned knowledge and, and knowledge transfer there. In, and I, I know you have a background in a couple of things. It's like cybersecurity and, and knowledge transfer. And when I, when I was reading about knowledge transfer, my, my immediate thought went to the challenge for, for me in hiring a VA, in hiring um, outsourcing, and getting my business out of my head into something they could use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sharing about the idea that, that getting knowledge out of my head so that I can help somebody else complete the tasks or create the process that, that my head's been doing naturally. Um, what, what would you share with someone, you know, an entrepreneur who's looking to outsource, looking to, to create processes and systems um, to share knowledge across their team? Yeah, so what what I've learned from my studies is people to people knowledge sharing is ideal, is best. When you have information documented, uh, written, sometimes it's stale, it's not exact. Um, people, you know, yeah, we have our policies, procedures and job aids and et cetera. But if you pull that document out and you hand it to somebody and say, you know, that's been performing that task, do is it exactly? And they'll say, no, I don't, I do this, this, and this, and I didn't update that document. Okay, so that means that it's stale information, it's shelfware. So people have this stuff in their knowledge, so they transfer it better when they're engaging one another through dialogue and, and you know, shadowing each other and et cetera. So, that is what my studies and the doc, um, the data that I've gathered from my studies is with the movement of people, meaning moving people together so that they can have that dialogue, so they can share information. They can see and ask questions, things that you would never have on documented. Documentation is great for auditors to refer to and you can follow <laughs> that. But when you really talk to a person on how they do things, it's really it's what's in their brains. It's the tacit knowledge. That is what I specialize. That is what um, transferring um, tacit knowledge, the stuff that's in your head. Hmm. It's a, it's a, it shouldn't be that complicated. <laughs> it shouldn't be, but it is. And that's, that's one of the things when, um, when I'm working with organizations to help them either with organizational changes or, you know, the implementing new technology one of the things we look at is the three prongs, which is people, process, technology. Technology needs people. It has a process developed around it and people need to know how to use it. So people, process, and technology is key with any organizational change, but people is, is the key. That's the true asset to every organization they share information, they do the work, um, they update, you know, your documentation because we do need to have documentation. Um, but talking to a person, getting up from your chair, go and sit with a person. Or now that we're in the pandemic, get on Zoom, get on all these other platforms where you can talk to a person to share information. Nice. Well, and it, it, it just can be challenging, right, to, to to figure out what it is the person needs to know. And if you're working side by side or working on a Zoom call and sharing screens, you get to see those steps that, you know, well, I feel like it was this step, this step, this step that we documented, but really there was three things that you just did automatically in between. So, exactly. <laughs> that wasn't documented. <laughs> and, and rarely ever is, right? Right. Rarely yeah. can you take somebody's documentation or even the instructions that come with a software program and, and sit down and say, okay, <laughs> you know, you, you, there's just so much that people end up figuring out on their own. And right. And that's a lot of lost time, right? A lot of lost energy that, that isn't as productive. 
And right. so I like that idea of, of transferring knowledge and, and getting it out of your head and spreading it into the, into the team and letting right. the team, you know, everybody have the same level of awareness. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yep. And that's one of the things that I enjoy about my career as a cybersecurity professional is um, I'm on the security awareness, cybersecurity awareness piece. So I'm dealing with people to help them protect their digital life, protect their, you know, the infrastructure organization's infrastructure. So I'm, I'm telling them, here's the, you know, here's the landscape, here's the cyber landscape. People are key. Your people need to be educated. The people are the ones that could be your weakest link or your first and your last line of defense because they see stuff, they report stuff, they protect you. Um, but the only way they are going to be aware is if you educate them, you communicate, you share that knowledge. Mm. And so, again, it's, it's about the people. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and it's the people that are going to click those rogue links. They're going to let them bad guys into your system. <laughs> exactly. And so that's why I love what I do because I educate people on how to identify suspicious activities, emails, text messages, voice, you know, voice messages, and et cetera. And so not only do I, I educate people from a corporate setting, but I also teach them on a home front setting because what you do in the workplace is what you're going to do at home and vice versa. So you're blending the information. Again, it's information sharing. <laughs> And, you know, and making it, you know, taking a lot of this corporate stuff and making it plain English on everyday stuff so that you can, you go home and you practice that. And then you share that with your family and your friends. The things that you've learned, you end up sharing it so that your grandma, your child, or your, you know, your aunt or your friends and family don't fall victim to the things that you're now learning about. Mm -hmm. Again, it's sharing information and spreading the words through your networks. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the building your audience as, a, as an entrepreneur. What, what tools have been the most helpful for, for, for building your audience in addition to networking? Um, using the, lo you know, the, the known uh, notable uh, social media platforms has I didn't want to name drop certain ones, but <laughs> they, I'll just- They all know who they are. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So your social net, uh, networks, um, and again, that's a network. It's a it's social media network um, that you are using to advertise to, you know, of course you're on social media and you're talking about your personal stuff, but then you can flip it and use that opportunity to talk about your business. Because those that's usually your first line of um, your first line of customers are your followers, and so from there you can grow your followers based you know based upon interesting topics, things that you're doing, and their supporters there. They'll be like, you know what, I know somebody that clean a house, or I know somebody that can help you do X, Y, and Z. And so th that's where it's using your tools that you're using every day, which is social media. We're doing it for you know connecting with family and friends for fun, playing games or whatever. But you also can use that as a way to market your business, grow your business with people that you already interacted with. Nice. So the biggest challenge is that they own those names. They own that list. They own that group and they can boot us off <laughs> whenever they, whenever they decide we don't, we don't fit. Right. Right. So, so do you have a tool or a way that, that you're building your own list and, and creating your own list that yes. you own and you control? Yes. So every time um, a client that I service in my cleaning business, um, I have a separate database. Um, I, I have a separate, um, like when for us, like, for example, you now have my email address because you use the tool to send me a meeting invitation to participate in this podcast. So now we have each other's email address. And so that's going to go in somebody's database. Yes, ours. And so we're going to be networking later. Um, but from that, I do have, I use um, my calendar as a way to collect, especially for appointments. 
I do use social media. When I do service my clients, I'm getting their, um, cause I made an appointment with them. I'm getting their telephone number and their email address. So that means that I'm collecting that information. I'm stored in, in my database. Um, and then from there I send marketing, you know, periodically, I don't like to spam people, but I do put myself in front of um, my clients on a regular basis by saying, hey, I'm offering a service or offering a special or thank you for supporting us this year. Because that's one of the things that I did was send out an announcement to all my my 2021 clients and saying, thank you so much for supporting me. Um, we have, you know, offered some new services. I want to offer you a discount. And so those people contacted me and said, you know what? Thank you so much. I'm going to contact you. I'm going to, you know, what have you. So that again is working your network, using your tools, saving that information based upon you advertising on your social, you know, media platforms. You're using your calendar to collect information to make appointments and you share that and you save it and then use it as a marketing tool. So newsletters, just saying thank you so much um, are ways of growing the business. Well, and, and like you said, that's another network and you got to work, you got to work that network. Um, yeah. And keep, keep yourself in front of those, those people on their email, even though, you know, Hey, remember me, we haven't talked since January, but here I am. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of my clients just reached out to me and says, hi, Bo. And that's part of Bono cleaning. That's my, you know, my stage name also, but they'll say, hi, Bo. Um, and they piggyback off of that email that I sent to them saying, thank you so much for the 2021 support. She contacted me and said, hey, can you clean a, you know, this particular unit? And I'm like, sure I can. And so I gave them that discount, even though it passed that time frame, I still gave that discount because they replied, replied all and put, you know, to me um, to, you know, to send an email to me and I was able to make an appointment. So again, I'm growing, working that network, using tools. Um, she did write me a wonderful review. I respond back to her to say, thank you so much. So you just constantly keep that relationship going. Well, it really is all about relationships, right? It really is exactly. about how you take care of people and, and, and putting people first. Mm -hmm. All right, let's change it up a little bit. Let's talk about your most memorable date. Date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like date? Um, like date date? Like, yeah, like a date date. <laughs> oh, um, I would say it was a date with myself. Nice. Um, I went to the Poconos and I, um, stayed in a hotel that had an indoor pool, a sauna, and a gigantic, gigantic, um, shower bathroom thing and so it was like the best it was a birthday gift to myself oh. and i went there and i treated myself to that and that was a i treated myself it's part of self-love you gift yourself so you date yourself um so you treat yourself well and that's what i did was i, I treated myself well to the pocono it was a five-day stay at this this place and i unplugged and that's that was the, the best gift mm -hmm. oh. So you mentioned something really important there and and self self love self care yeah. how how important is is self care it's vital it's like breathing it's like breathing literally seriously i mean that's the same thing that we do when we wake up we say our mantra you know we're going to be the best version of ourselves um that is part of self care what you do when you wake up in the morning you know come up with a routine that's all about you um, for me at night, I love taking baths. So I sit and I meditate. I just let, you know, I feel like I'm letting everything just melt away. And so that is something that I do for myself. That is part of my self-care. Mm -hmm. And then I also um, learn how to say no. That is something else because as a giver, natural giver, um, I had to learn to say no because I was emptying myself out too much to people and not giving myself time to refill myself, replenish myself. So valuable. Recognizing that A, that self-care is necessary, right? It, you yeah. can't serve others unless you're taking care of yourself. Exactly. Um, and then- And, and 
if you are talking about, you know, relationships, how will you know how to love if you don't love yourself first? Mm. Uh, how can you teach someone to love you if you don't love yourself? Those are the things that you got to think about when, you know, how do you want someone to treat you? You got to treat yourself well and show a person how to treat you. That's self-love. Powerful. Mm -hmm. ah, it's powerful and, and so true. Like you can't, if you don't know how to love you, how on earth is, are you going to transfer that knowledge to somebody else on how to love right. you? Right. Right. Yeah. Pretty powerful. All right. So on that note, how important is play and fun? It's everything because you can't just work, you don't burn yourself out. So you have to have an outlet. And so for me, modeling is an outlet, even though it is a, a career, um, it is not my full time, but it is, is inching into more of my time, but <laughs> in a good way. But um, just having the ability to do something different it allows your brain to take a break. It allows you to be more creative. Um, sometimes I get some ideas. Most of the time I'm carrying like a notebook or I have my laptop with me or something like that because I'm doing something different and I can think about something else. And all of a sudden my brain is, is open, it's creative. And, and having fun allows me to just release the stress, um, but also allow me to do some other type of thinking or not think, you know, sometimes you don't want to think anymore. And so you, you want to, you give yourself a break and you need that, that allow you to um, be the, you know, be better the next time around when you start working, you're not burnt out because overworking. Um, and that was something that I learned during a pandemic, you know, everybody's like work, 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 you know, you're working from remote, you can't go anywhere. So you work and you never turn yourself off. And I stopped feeling myself, you know, just exhausted. I wasn't doing anything. So I started getting more creative doing interior dirt decorating, I started learning new stuff. And that was my way of doing something different. So don't get burnt out, play hard, work hard. Nice. You mentioned in, in talking about self-care, um, the value of routines. What, what are, what, what are, why are routines important? And, and then what are some, some of, I guess you mentioned some of the routines, but what other things do you hold as uh, non-negotiables in your routine? Um, putting my, using a feature on my phone to do not disturb, but, and it automatically mm -hmm. turns on um, at a certain time. I do not, answer calls. I do not, I don't care unless it's an emergency of those things, but just the everyday, you know, I, I turn, I turn myself off. I shut myself down. Um, and it does it automatically. We have those features on our phone. And then also, um, those are non-negotiables. And then also, um, I drink tea, um, at night or I, and I drink, you know, water first thing in the morning because I actually am very uh, intentional in drinking my water. I give thanks to that water. I um, use that as a way to uh, wake my body up. Um, that's the first thing I put to my lips um, is water. And, and that allowed my body to kind of wake itself up and, you know, do what it does best. Um, so I take care of my body well. Um, so routines are key for me. And then also it helps when you are busy, you know, you put your keys here, you put your tablet there. And if you have that routine, you know where everything is. And so um, that's, that's what works for me. Nice. You mentioned being thankful for the water. Let's talk about gratitude. How has gratitude served you in your own growth and in your journey? It's, it's, um, I went through a 30 day, um, a conscious 30 day exercise where I wrote every day what I was grateful for. Mm. And for me, it was the simplest things like, oh my goodness, I saw a butterfly for the first time that day. And so I wrote, I was grateful for that butterfly. I was grateful for the sun. I was grateful for not being in traffic that day. <laughs> I was grateful for not, you know, for having a great meeting or I'm grateful for, you know, and so gratitude and and giving thanks 
is it, it for me it's like i'm giving thanks to the universe for protecting me helping me be the best version of myself helping me be successful thanking you know thanking the universe for bringing opportunities to me or creating opportunity thanking you know even like this i'm grateful for this opportunity to be able to meet you and talk to you and and maybe something that we talk about on this podcast will help somebody mm. you know so i'm grateful for this opportunity i don't know who's listening but maybe it's going to help somebody and maybe they become my client maybe they have me walking on their runway i don't know you know it just it, it never you never know or maybe i can open a door and create an opportunity for them you know maybe i can help them with you know their business maybe i can help them get them connected to someone but being grateful is very humbling uh, and also keep your eyes open and you are aware of your surroundings so you can give thanks to things that you're aware of even yourself and also your environment mm, so good all right Benita, what inspires you helping people mm. that that has been my my um purpose in life um that was given to me when i was in my elementary i don't even know i was young and I was given this message to help people help themselves. And I didn't know what it meant then, but I now know everything that I've done in my career and everything that I do as a just a regular person is to help people help mm -hmm. themselves. I can only help people that want to help themselves. If you don't so want true. help, I can't help you. Um, so that is inspiring for me because I have adopted that, incorporated that in everything that I have done, even cleaning. When I, when the pandemic happened, I volunteered my services to grow my business. I wanted to help because I felt helpless that the first responders were out there doing stuff and doctors were doing things and I wanted to help them. What can I do? Well, I can clean their houses while they're working 12, 15, 24 hours. That's wow. the least that I can do to give back to them and say, thank you. Um, so that is, I, I, I'm inspired by people. I'm inspired by opportunities. Um, I, I use any and everything to inspire me because that is what fuels me to keep going forward. So good. So what, what's your big dream? To live beyond the U.S. Mm. retire beyond the U.S. and continue to grow my personal brand and and allow that to live the life that I want to live um, beyond the U.S. borders, but still get back to the U.S. Um, because I do have family and friends, um, but I do want to live beyond the U.S. borders. I got, I got the bug. I was able to live and work somewhere outside of the U.S and it allowed me to see culture in a different way being one with that the culture just was everything to me and so i want to live i've lived most of my life in the state and now i want to try to live elsewhere and see how i can adapt to that culture and and vice versa and add, it adds to me it makes me whole it makes me well-rounded and allow me to talk to more people Nice. So do you know where you want to go? Yes. Costa Rica. Mm. Costa Rica. Um, I, I've also looked at Panama. Um, I'm using this year and I used part of last year as things started slowly opening up um, to go and visit uh, um, these countries to see how I uh, mesh, see how I um, feel like I belong. The, you know, and I, I, I'm given that I am spiritual, I, I want to feel like I, that there's things there for me and, right. and I, it will sit well with me. And I also believe that whenever this is the time for me to go, it's going to happen organically. It's going to be easy peasy and I am going to make it happen. I love it. Lived in Costa Rica for a year and Bogota, oh. Colombia for 10 years. So. 
Oh I, my! See, you gonna I, be my tread, my I, my mentor <laughs> in that area. So. I, if if I can help at all, I absolutely will. Networking, networking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, you've you've just had coffee with an entrepreneur over the last hour, and they've shared they've shared their dream and their frustrations. But you're gonna leave them with your best advice. What would you share? Create opportunities for yourself. Don't let a no stop you. Mm. Create your own opportunities. Mm. So good. Benita, mm -hmm. thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you for coming on the show. And I just appreciate your spirit, your heart, and of course, your beautiful haircut. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed this. And thank you. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to speak with you and your, your listeners. Thank Absolutely. you for the opportunity. Well, hopefully it's, hopefully it's the first of many times we get together. Yes, 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 yes. We have to trade, you know, secrets here. Uh, so <laughs> we we we've got to get in Ken's next bald book. That's exactly yes. He he fell in love with me because I looked so much like him. See? Exactly. So we got to keep smiling. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm next time I'm in Maryland I, at that area. I will absolutely look you up and see if we can grab at least grab coffee or something. That will be awesome. I welcome it. Well, thank you so much. I'll send an email later today, but typically we just ask for um, a, a bio for the introduction and okay. a headshot to use any links you want to include in the description. Okay. Um, I, I do ask for a mailing address just because I send a card to everybody. And, okay. uh, and then of course I always ask, you know, who do you know that I need to know that would make a great guest that you'd be willing to make an introduction? I will definitely grow on that network. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank you. This thank was really you. fun. I appreciate yeah. you. If you enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, or leave a review. We have a free gift for you at addvaluemindset.com. That's addvaluemindset.com. We've collected some of the best mindset secrets shared by successful entrepreneurs on our podcast, and we want to give them to you for free. ADDValueMindset.com. In our next episode, Gina Fontaine is an author, personal trainer, and woman's wellness coach, and has built a career helping women use movement to achieve optimal health. Now, Gina has expanded her focus from physical health to include emotional and spiritual health as well, helping moms find a healthy, happy life balance through a realistic, sustainable approach to motherhood.